Namaste. You're listening to a catalyst for your moments of mindfulness today. Thank you for tuning in with me today. And if you're new here, welcome. I look forward to guiding you closer to your heart center in this mini-sode. Hey, Suzanne. Welcome back to my podcast. It's a pleasure to have you discussing with me again today about the energies that we have for this year and also any major themes that may come up throughout our discussion and through the year. I know from you, I admire you so much for living the yogic lifestyle on and off the mat. And of course, you're a dear mentor to me too, um, having taught me Reiki. And I'm on my way to becoming a Reiki master with your guidance. Um, so yeah, it's very excited to be chatting with you. and. I'll let you introduce yourself. Thank you for allowing me to be back. Yes, it's a pleasure. And um, my path is simply to guide and help people on their journey, on their spiritual journey, on their journey to coming back to remember who we really are. And that's Mm -hmm. healing in itself. Mm -hmm. So the great unity within us and that great unity within our families and humanity, I think that's the most important right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know last time you were on the podcast, we... Where it, it was a year ago, almost one full year ago. Mm-hmm. And it was similar, but very different time. But yeah. I know something that we kept mentioning is that there's so much uncertainty and so much fear that we're living through. So in that mini we talked more about practical tools in our everyday lives of how to manage our to-do lists, how to manage oh, yeah. our stress. And so mm-hmm. I know a lot of people took a lot away from that. And we talked about like having inner strength. And that was like, our theme, when things go crazy, ground back into your body and here's how you can do that. And I wanted to ask you then for this year, what do you think is important for us to focus on? Or And for those who don't know, Suzanne does energy readings from Oracle cards and different decks um, every week. And with that, we share um, or she shares uh, energy readings for the week or for the month or whatever season that we're in. So for the year, Suzanne, <laughs> what is important for us? Well, the information that I got from from the channeling or when I was looking at the energies, it's not so much different from the last year, but what was very, very clear is that we need to come back to the basics this year. So it is very important that um, being truthful to ourselves, this year feels like a root chakra year. I said that a root chakra and third eye chakra. So it's incredible what's, what is happening. We need to stay grounded and we're evolving spiritually as well. So a lot of, um, we will believe, will become a lot of insights and things, I believe, but we need to be very clear and of our own energy fields and see, okay, what is good for me? What feels good for me? How can I be grounded? I feel this is something that's going to be very important for us this year and not making it complicated. Mm-hmm. I'm a very I'm, I work with a lot of spiritual energy and energy healing, but I'm very practical at the same time. Mm-hmm. When you say the word grounded, what does that mean? Because for a lot of us, we live mm-hmm. not grounded in our bodies yeah. and our minds. Mm-hmm. So that's a very good question <laughs> because we we use these things because for us they became so normal, right? Because we live it. So grounded for me is that you feel you're in your body. A lot of times I see when I work with clients, it's they have out-of-body experiences. They're not in their bodies. Their mind is all over the place. They get anxious. They get stressed. Um, grounded is literally coming home to yourself. 
So where you feel, okay, I'm actually at peace for a moment. And sometimes it's just a moment when that happens. I'm not at peace. I wish I'm not there yet. Maybe I'll be. Yeah. But having the tools and saying, okay, I can just take a deep breath and I'm here. I'm here in this moment, even though my mind is going past and thinking about the future, but I can just be here, feel sitting here on the couch talking to you. So for me, that is grounded. Mm-hmm. And there is, of course, tools like we always talk about what we can do, but it's basically having that feeling of feeling home within yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. And even when you say feel at home within yourself, I brought a smile to my face mm-hmm. because that feeling feels so good. And, yeah. it, and it's, you know, we see so much sadness, so much fear in the world mm-hmm. because a lot of us aren't at home in ourselves. And so how can we notice then when we are in that, uh, in that ungrounded space and enough to bring us back into it? I think the first thing you notice if your mind's all over the place. So the mind is always a good indicator. Um, when you, when you have that anxious feeling, of course, then you are in your body because you feel it, but at the same time, you're not. Mm-hmm. So, um, in yoga, we talk a lot about the mind because yoga is about the mind. It's, we do certain practices and they give us flexibility and strength. But ultimately, the purpose of yoga is to bring us home, to have that unity within. So how do we notice when we're not there? Um, if you observe yourself, what do you actually do? Are you giving energy to yourself? Are you giving energy to somebody else? Do you feel that somebody else is controlling your life? Do you... Do you feel in control? That was a little bit more what we talked about last Mm -hmm. time, right? Um, But it's still the same. Mm -hmm. How much time do you spend with all these outside distractions? And of course, we're all on social media. That's all fine. But is it controlling you? Mm -hmm. So are you always, always on the outside or are you coming within? Does your mind work overtime? Do you sleep at night? Do you get sleep? All of these are indications um, if you're grounded or not, do you actually feel that you're breathing? Are you aware of That's your a breath? big one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it sounds simple, you know, to mm-hmm. list out things like sleep, like breathing, but it really is the truth. That's mm-hmm. how we come back into our body. And so like we talked about before, the importance of sadhana or a daily practice, mm-hmm. because the things that you have mentioned are things that we do daily. We eat food daily. We consume media daily. We breathe daily. But how much mindfulness are we bringing to these tasks? Mm-hmm. So could you speak a little bit about the importance of sadhana? So sadhana is our practice, our spiritual practice. So we call it spiritual practice, but it's a practice that incorporates anything we do. And usually it's nice to do sadhana first thing in the morning. So sadhana is something that is something very specific for yourself and usually incorporates some kind of breathing practice, uh, some kind of reflection, as you said, because in in order for the mind to get into a quiet place, it doesn't work without the breathing and it's specific breathing practices that we teach so that people can do at home. So when I work with a client, I see where, where are we, what is it that you need, what kind, what needs to be healed, and then they go home with a specific practice. So they know, okay, 15, 20 minutes each day I do that. But what is important is the consistency. If you really want to change something, if you really want to feel different or you want to heal something, there has to be consistency. Mm-hmm. 
can be a little bit of physical practice too. And it does, it's nothing complicated. People sometimes say, oh my God, I need to be flexible. I need to be this. Nothing, nothing. Everybody can practice some form of yoga or sadhana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you speak about the consistency, you know, when we get prescribed something from the doctor, we mm-hmm. can see it work within three days. But the sadhana practice that you're speaking of, we know that it's not going to be instantaneous. And the next day we can breathe belly breaths mm-hmm. every time of the day. Mm-hmm. So what advice or do you, thoughts you have on, you know, seeing the results and seeing its effects on your life? Honestly, it's a commitment you make to yourself. It's a lifestyle choice. It's not something you do. Oh, I'm going to do it for a week now and I feel better because it happens. You do something and then you feel better. Now I don't have to do it anymore. It's not like that. It's something I always say to my students and I buy teachers also. You do yourself or whatever you choose to do for yourself and you do it and you're happy with it. So if you decide to go to the gym, it's beginning of the year. Oh, I'm going to go to the gym because now I have the energy and we start going and oh yeah, it's good for a week, a month. And then, no, I'm feeling better. My body looks better. I'm not going to go back. Mm-hmm. We either move forward, we either evolve or we move backwards. Yeah. So it is a commitment and we only make these commitments to ourselves if we have enough love for ourselves, mm-hmm. if we have enough self-worth, self-respect, and then it's okay to miss a sadhana, it's okay to miss a practice. I'm yeah. not saying like, what oh, it's, but it's a commitment you make for your own well-being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like that we're having this conversation at the beginning of the year because a lot of us do have, mm-hmm. you know, those goals, those intentions. And I think something that we also spoke about last time is, you know, every day is a new beginning. Yes. And so the big, a big idea around all of this is having mm. forgiveness for yourself when you miss a day, when mm. you fall off for a little bit because we're human. Yeah. So, yeah. And just like feeling into that and knowing that, okay, like today I wasn't feeling it. I didn't mm-hmm. go, but I recently came across someone who shared that she meditates every day. If she misses a day, her rule is not to miss two days. Okay. She makes it up for herself that way. Mm-hmm. So to make sure that, okay, I'm human. I, I missed it today, mm-hmm. whatever happened, mm-hmm. but tomorrow I'll pick it back up. Yeah. So that having that forgiveness, I think, is also very important when we're either learning a new practice or starting to build a new practice. I think it's very important to be compassionate with yourself, but not finding excuses. So it's a fine line. Anything we do, if you want to go to school and you know this is where I want to go, you go to school, you go to university, whatever, for four years, whatever, you know you have to attend the class because at the end you receive a diploma and it's something um, that is required. So if you, and you do it. Yeah. And you can't say, oh, today I'm going to sleep and maybe I'm not going to write this paper. I'm not, I'm going to miss this class. You can't because it's something that you desire for yourself. Mm-hmm. And with our work, it's the desire to become better, the desire to be the best you can be, the desire to feel good, to, yeah. Live your best life. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Within all the chaos, because there is always chaos. Mm-hmm. Chaos is the only thing that's consistent. There is chaos in the world. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to be negative. It can be just, okay, there's energy, and how can I come back within my own energy yeah. of mm-hmm. peace? Yeah. True. They're again uh, that home within yourself. Yeah. So I'm glad you said the word chaos <laughs> because, <laughs> because you know the times that we're living in, everything mm-hmm. that we're going through, they are chaotic, yeah. and it's so easy to get wrapped up into that 
energy of chaos, feeling like you're in a hamster wheel, just running, running, running and going. But again, another reason why I'm happy we're having this conversation is because your perspective is so unique in the sense that, you know, it's all it's practical and attainable because it comes back to, you know, what's important to you. But it also is one filled with hope that so many people mm-hmm. lose sight of in these times, these mm-hmm. times of chaos. So mm-hmm. um, I know even within ourselves, the last little bit has been like up and down, it fluctuates. And we see a lot of people living with this type of stress. And yeah. so could you speak a little bit about this mentality, this energy that you see in the collective with stress, anxiety, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just the fact that we can change it. We can always change things, I think, especially where we are living. We're living, we're pretty fortunate to live where we live. So even though the last two years have been tremendously challenging in many ways, but we still live in a place where we feel, okay, our needs are met and we have the basics and we have some stability. So, but on the outside, the chaos still continues because that's, that's just, we, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know. So in Reiki, we have one thing we always say just for today. That's one thing that if we are aware, okay, just for today, um, I'm living this just for today. I'm living that. Overall, the energy became more, not only chaotic on the outside, but chaotic within. Mm-hmm. So I feel a lot of, um, a lot of people have that, like somebody's constantly tapping on their mind or on their body. So that's these little electric impulses. We're electrical beings. We have current energy running through us, but this is an energy that's actually we don't necessarily want to have because mm-hmm. that's not the one that brings us peace. So overall, I see a lot of that happening because of what had happened the last two years. We were in situations that were not good for our nervous system at all. Mm-hmm. So our nervous systems are hypersensitive. People become... People in general are very, very sensitive right now because we're overstimulated with so much information every day. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that answered your question now. Oh, it did. Yeah. Um, but it the did. levels of anxiety, they have increased. But at the same time, we have to see what is anxiety. Sometimes we can just be nervous. and It doesn't necessarily have to be anxiety. If we catch up early enough and work with it, then it doesn't have to get to that place of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And do you think this anxiety is something that we feed on our own? Like it's something that, you know, not necessarily that we create or maybe that's the case. Mm -hmm. Or do you think it's something that we absorb or? I feel it's something it's in the collective field right now. That energy is there. Mm -hmm. Um, We at the same time, yeah, we we feed it (laughs) or we contribute to it. Um, because there are things that we can do to calm our nervous system, but do we do that? So even with being on social media for hours and hours or binge watching Netflix, if you're really aware of, okay, I'm watching something, I'm doing something, and if you're aware of what happens in your nervous system, you will notice. If you listen to your body, because your body, your heart knows. We know we have all the information inside. So I'm not saying we're creating it, um, not out of, because we don't know. We have not been taught in school or in families or anywhere else how to deal with situations like that. Nobody teaches that. And I think even for me, like I, from my mom at a very young age, developed Mm -hmm. the sadhana practice. And then um, even from a very young age, discovering 
to like yoga and meditation just from having, you know, a very challenging childhood. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm living in the world like today and surrounded by people like, you know, the millennial generation of Gen Z and I have these tools and I know, okay, I have to talk to myself and it's difficult to say, Kaylin, come back to your practice, come back to your breath. I find like it's challenging to share them with Mm -hmm. people my age because we're so you don't believe in them because so much of what you believe in is just what you see through a screen, yeah. what you, you're so, you become such a product of the environment that you don't even trust in yourself anymore. Mm-hmm. So could you speak a little bit about having that inner trust and how you can rely on that? Cause it's always there. It's just, we have to peel back the layers yes. to get to it. It's doing the work. It is mm-hmm. doing the work. We- Again, it comes back that we are not taught from an early age to trust ourselves. We are taught to question everything. We're taught, don't do this. This is not right. This is so this is something that gets instilled in us from such a young age. So how do we learn trust? That's when you become a big bit, when you become when you come across like something like yoga and you feel into your body and you have these tools, that's when you start, okay, let me try it. You have to step out of your comfort zone. So you have a goal and you say, I'm going to just move forward and I'm going to do it. Whether I fail or not, doesn't matter. I'll try it and you, it works out. This is how you build trust. Mm-hmm. So we have to step out of our own comfort zone, set our own little challenges sometimes, mm-hmm. um, do the practices that we talked about and just understanding that everything in this world, everything in our life happens for a reason. We are not just plopped into this planet. Okay, now you're here. Now just, well, I believe in there's a bigger energy and I believe there's a purpose for all of us. So for me, sometimes when I started all of this, I had no trust in myself mm-hmm. because I was not taught that I was taught the opposite. Mm-hmm. But I had trust in the universe mm-hmm. because I always had guidance, always had angels talking to me and I thought I was crazy till I realized no actually I'm very blessed but I always had trust so this is my trust started with a spiritual trust and then I did certain things when everybody said no you can't do that you can't just move from Germany to Canada take and just leave everything behind and go and I said no for some reason I get the information I need to do that and I did it so I mean, I'm not saying everybody has to pack up. Not <laughs> these are things that helped me to gain trust. Or I was very, very shy as a child, but I love to teach. I love to help people. And then becoming a yoga teacher, being in front of people actually talking, that was completely crazy for me. And I needed to learn to trust myself. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because I feel it's my calling. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It's when you when you explain it that way, it's like you have to become a friend with yourself. Yes, that's a good point to say it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To accept yourself for who you really are, mm-hmm. no matter what. Because we all make mistakes, we all go through life and mess up at times. It's part of life. This is how we learn and it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But do we get up after? Do we trust ourselves? I can get up. And I'm going to do it again. This relationship didn't work out. I grieve. I heal. But do I trust myself again to go out and to trust somebody else? If I don't trust myself, how can I trust somebody else? Mm-hmm. It's very true. How can we expect other people to trust us too? And that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so so far we've talked about you know the energy for this year, what we notice yeah. in the collective, um, and we hit on that point of trust too. And you shared some tools, so because it is a year where we need to stay really grounded. So I would just say from a practical thing, if you can this year, go outside, connect as much as you can with nature, because that's very important. Mother Earth is here to ground us, to help us, to heal us. Um, watch what you eat. Just be aware of the food to see whatever, whatever you do, feel if there's a resonance. How does it make you feel? And not saying, oh my God, I shouldn't have done that. No, mm, this didn't make me feel good. Then you do it again. No, it really doesn't make me feel good. Okay, maybe I'm not. I'm just gonna stop doing that. So really, this year is um, not only this year. It's something that we need to work on now. We need to listen to ourselves. We literally, that's the trust thing. We need to trust our own body, our own emotions, and that's a process. It's yeah. an adventure. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. It's like so <laughs> I'm still doing that. Oh, I'm learning every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, like that point of forgiveness is because I recently learned how to do that too. Mm-hmm. You know, peeling back those layers and going through really, really dark times and then yeah. coming out of it. And it's like, okay, like that's who I was. It's still a part of me, but mm-hmm. this is who I can be because of who I am yeah. inside and what I trust inside. And so, you know, it's, and sometimes I could notice myself going back to old patterns, but mm-hmm. it's again, having that forgiveness and like courage too to move forward yeah. and be like, okay, no, there's more to learn. There's more to learn. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm really interested. And I think it's an interesting point you brought up about anxiety mm-hmm. and how it's all around us, how we absorb it. And, you know, there's specific tools to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So I just want to share on the podcast mm-hmm. that we have been talking about, you know, maybe hosting a webinar yeah. or building a course around mm-hmm. something like that. And that would be something for people to look out for. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I think that would be beautiful to do so that everybody can just, anybody who's interested. And sometimes maybe it's not you, you know, somebody who has um, these things and maybe they're not open, but the more you know about it, the more educated you are about it, the more understanding you have for yourself and for others. Because mm-hmm. anxiety is something that's not explainable. And if somebody has that and the other person doesn't, they think, oh, it's not a big deal. Why are you getting stressed out? But at that moment, it's something so real. So yeah, it's a big, it's a big topic. It's an important topic. And I know how it feels. And I I'm fortunate to have the tools that I've learned, the tools that have helped me tremendously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to doing that with you. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you so much. So at the end of every mini I end with a brief meditation, um, a few okay. moments of mindfulness, I call it. And so I'd be honored if you can guide us through a few moments of mindfulness. All we do right now is, wherever you're listening to this, if you can, sit down and put your feet on the floor so that you really feel the connection down to the earth or you can sit in easy pose, which is with your legs crossed. Make sure your spine is nice and tall. Let your shoulders relax. Let your face soften. And just allow yourself to be here so your mind will always, always move. So that's fine. But... The deeper part of you is listening. So whenever you do a meditation, whenever you do anything and you think, oh, I can't do it, my mind is moving around, that's okay. 
your subconscious, your soul is listening. So with that, just allow yourself to take a deep breath in, deep breath out. And as you breathe, just feel how the breath enters your nostrils, how the air is flowing in, and how you release it, how you're letting go. So let every inhalation be force of life, of new energy entering your body, and every exhalation you let go. So the inhalation brings clarity and peace for this path, for this year. And the exhalation lets go of the past, of whatever you don't need. Just do three more times with your own awareness. Enjoying the path, enjoying your body. Good. And then one more time. Nice deep breath in. Feel how you're grounded into the earth. Exhale, release down. And then when you're ready, you can come back and open your eyes. So it was a very, very brief uh, thing to do. But of course, you can do that for 10 breaths, 20 breaths, for 5 minutes, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And in the, as in our workshop, we would give very specific breathing techniques mm-hmm. that help. Mm-hmm. And to help build that daily sadhana practice. Thank you so much, Suzanne, for the conversation, the tools, and sharing your energy with all of us. Thank you for allowing me to do that. Thank you. Namaste. If you enjoyed this mini-sode, please leave a five-star rating and a review on the app platform that you're listening on. And also share this mini-sode with someone who can benefit from this message and from the few moments of mindfulness today. Also be sure to check out the show notes for contact information for both myself and Suzanne to stay updated on all the latest information, mini-sode, and courses from us. Thank you for your support and love.